Great relationships are the underpinning of our mental health and well-being. Join me, Joe Wilson, the Relationship Rejuvenator for Is This Love Podcast, designed to level up your relationship skills with short, succinct and well-researched tips from not just me, but other experts in my field. For more information, head to relationshiprejuvenator.com. welcome to my series of the top 10 worst relationship mistakes and I'm up to number three let's do a quick recap number one was when only one person initiates intimacy in the bedroom number two was when your partner's past is in your present and all the challenges that can infiltrate your current relationship Now, before I start with topic number three, just a reminder to log on and register for free for the Marriage Week free webinar. And the title is Intimacy is Not Just Physical. Now that might be quite shocking, but it's true. So also thank you for all of my Facebook contributors on this topic of the worst relationship mistakes. I not only appreciate um, your input, but it is really helpful to know what is going on out there and what challenges you the most versus just my opinion on my perspective as a relationship therapist. Um, Okay, so I'm about to start number three, but a reminder also the intake of the next three mini courses is on relationshiprejuvenator.com if you're not sure which mini course is best for you in this time when there is a huge wait list for um, therapy services, mental health providers are really struggling to keep up with demand in these uh, yeah, challenging times. I am bringing all of the support to you in your lounge room or your PC or your phone where you can take um, around six to eight weeks to upskill in the relationship department. All right, number three of the worst relationship mistakes is lack of meaningful communication. So let me tell you about Jane and Mark. They were great communicators. Their lifestyle was so organized, structured and fun. And they had four children all under 14 years old. So despite this, you know, throughout their marriage of around 16 years, they rarely argued. Um, All of the children had at least two after school activities. Mark worked full time. Jane was part time. One child had special needs, so needed to attend additional therapies. But despite this, their lifestyle ticked along extremely well. So Jane and Mark were great communicators. So why were they in my counseling room? As it turns out, Jane described her feelings of disconnection and loneliness. And Mark told me about his disappointment of physical intimacy in the bedroom. So how about that? You can communicate well, but it can still go horribly wrong. Jane and Mark were actually quite distressed. Thankfully, they didn't come to me before it was too late. Now, I heard this beautiful term from Erwin Raphael McManus whilst preparing for our next intimacy webinar, and he refers it to intimacy. If you pull apart the word intimacy, intimacy. Now, we long to be seen and real intimacy makes us feel alive. We long to be talked to and not at. 
and also in a kind, respectful and caring tone. When someone actually takes the time to want to see into our soul, they ask questions for clarification to really get to know us, to help us when we're struggling to even communicate what's going on for us. Now, that's great when your partner's doing that, but if also you are not being courageously vulnerable, that is gonna inhibit your into me see as well. We need to push beyond the hurt. We really need to reveal what is going on for us to allow our partners in. And that can be really hard after a lifetime or months of hurt. So that is a decision to allow your partner to be into your soul, to to share your inner world can be quite challenging for many. So a couple like Jane and Mark learnt to be timely with their communication. When something was actually really bothering them underneath, they learnt to assertively communicate this when the children weren't around. They also had to allow the priority to change where the children were and all their activities, as much as they loved them, they had to put their relationship first to be able to really talk with intentionality and intimacy. So thirdly, they also allowed 15 minutes per day to catch up with each other without the distractions, without the screens, to eyeball each other and to talk about what's happening for you, what are you most challenged by, what was your highlight for today, what is really going on for you and to really unite their souls. This then opened up so much more intimacy, not only in the bedroom, but um, physically, spiritually, emotionally, the whole bit. So it can just take a slight adjustment that, you know, this isn't rocket science here, but it's an intention to be vulnerable. So we don't want to feel, in, um, I guess, dead um, with just substandard communication. We want to feel alive with real intimacy. So signing off, I look forward to sharing with you number four of the top 10 worst relation mistakes as seen in the counseling room and as highlighted by you on Facebook. Do DM me, do uh, let me know what are you challenged mostly by. I love to support you in the ways that I can the best. Head to relationshiprejuvenated.com for all the tips and tools, uh, the press page where I'm constantly contributing to the greater community with all the hot topics such as recently it was what really counts as cheating, why do people cheat and all things related. Thanks for listening. Thank you.